It's Thursday, September 9th. We're talking a lot of superhero stuff today. Shang-Chi makes it to theaters. It's our meet. We're talking Titans Season 3, Episode 6. And What If Season 1, Episode 5. That's PC Mike. That's The Giggler. I'm Logan. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back here again in the studio in the basement, St. Louis, Missouri. Give it up for the giggler. Thank you. I'm going to just get it out of the way. Nice hat. Thank you. That's a nice <laughs> hat. Thank you, buddy Will. It's a he, he came through. I think he, he was listening to the pod last week, and he's probably like, you know what? We got to get this guy a hat. So, yeah, quick recap. The Bussin' with the Boys, our buddy Will, he has the podcast over there with Taylor Wan. They did a promo where it was like, spend $69, get a discount on a hat. You tried. You failed. Then I what I thought ha- I did. But, but maybe then what they, happened? They probably just mailed it separately. It so is that later? So you don't, I thought like maybe somebody saw your tweet and they were like, let's send this guy a hat. I don't <laughs> think so. Because they would have, they I don't know how they would have got my address. But. Okay. So you got the promo. Yeah, I won. How do you feel, baby? How do you feel about it? Uh, Pretty great. The hat fits well. It's a good color. (laughs) It's like North Carolina Tar Heels blue, I feel like. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, it looks good. A little podcast promotion right here in the beginning. Love it. Give it up, folks. Oh, go ahead. We're all for the boys here and for the girls. So and everybody in between. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We it's a it's a world where it's all about everybody. Um, but they definitely love the boys over on Bustin' with the Boys. It's a good crazy strategy to just cut off half of the audience right away <laughs> yeah like, like if we were just like you know what guys we're switching to only marvel now no more dc stuff we couldn't do it i know no way all right folks give it up for our, our other co-host here with his computer back again pc mike <laughs> nice uh the sand trap hat what's uh, that no free ads but one of our buddies kyle okay is opening a new virtual golf place Ooh. with three simulators down in beautiful Park Hills, Missouri. Park Hills, Missouri, God's country. Um, and it is called The Sand Trap. Okay. It should be open for business in a couple weeks. So yes. no free ads, no free merch, but there was a free ad and this was free merch. And what's the whole thing they're doing? It's like just a it's golf a, simulators. Kind of like, I mean, it's a bar, pub yeah. with, that you play golf and you don't have to walk. That's <laughs> pretty ideal. Have you seen it yet? I. I mean, the you build, have the hat on. The building is the old Pizza Inn we used to go to. So, yes, Pizza I've seen. Inn. Oh, man. Farmington? Yes. No, this one's the Park Hills one. I don't remember the Park Hills Pizza oh, Inn. Yeah. That's funny. This is me and Mike, if you don't know, we grew up in the same uh, rural area. I guess it's not urban. Rural area of Missouri. And uh, that's where it is. I can't wait to check this place out because I have yeah. seen them on social media plug in like this mm-hmm. is coming. Yeah. Three golf simulators. You pick any course you want to. Yeah. So, um, how was your week? It was good. A little tired this week. Had a long Labor Day weekend, but a lot of stuff's out there. NFL kicks off tonight. Me and Andy are excited. I think Logan's meh. Yeah, I mean, it all, it's the same as it's always been my whole life with football. Like, it's I, I, it's fun. I love watching it whenever. Like, if you guys were like, hey, I'm having p- people over to watch football, 
I'm all about that. Get the wings going, the little Smokies. Yes. I'll wear a jersey. Like, Ooh. like I'd always like wear a like a jersey or a jersey. Jersey, like okay. Because I still have a lot of the old uh, Rams jerseys from when we were kids. Okay. And I'll just wear that usually, yeah. like on Super Bowl Sunday, no matter who's playing. I'll just wear some Rams shirt. At a boy. Um, I didn't ask you, Andy. Did you have a good week? How was you, did you have a good Labor Day? Yeah, I I didn't do a lot. It was very relaxing, but yeah, needed that with everything that's been going on lately. So it's uh it's been a nice change of pace, but I'm ready to get back out in the world and do some cool shit. Yeah, well, how about we talk about some cool shit? It's good to have you guys back. New routine. We're doing dinners before. We had a little Lena's Pizza, frozen pizza. It's I think it's the best frozen pizza that's out there. And uh, for us, we're getting ready to head into our weekend. If you're listening or watching, you're on the other side of the weekend. But we're, like, getting amped up. Tomorrow's Friday. I like it. I do, too. Short weeks do feel like long weeks sometimes, though. Yeah, we all got big weekends coming up, right? We got a bachelor party, Chiefs, Chiefs game. game. And I just have a regular old weekend. Regular weekend. And it's big. But, I mean, talk about a weekend with no plans. I feel like sometimes those are the best. They they can be. They can be. I get a niche about Saturday, like, afternoon. I'm like, huh. Hmm. What am I doing something? Well, I've, got, a, I've got an itch right now to talk about some superhero stuff and some fans. So, uh, let's do it. Fan mail. We always feature fans first on this show. We have since the beginning. Because without it, it's not really a podcast. It'd just be, we wouldn't need the microphones or anything. We'd just have a group chat. And we just talk. What if we did the same exact thing, but no equipment, and we just <laughs> sat here in the same chairs? And you made all the slides. And we're like, <laughs> I mean, if you fed me before it every time, I'm in still. Yeah, no Pizza kidding. parties all day, every day. Well, we always plug our studio phone. That's how we try to get voices on the show. 754-CALL-LOG, 754-225-5564. I'm sure you're thinking at this point, if you're a diehard fan, like, here we go, another week without a caller. Give it up, boys. But we do. A friend of yours, I believe. Yes. Another. We no, got, no, a random. I mean, I a, mean, just a random fan. But actually a friend. It is, yes. right? Your boy, Zach? Yes. He called. My best friend. This is your best thank, friend? Thank God for him. I thought I was your best friend. Hot seat, everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Thanks. I'm not going to mess around. This guy called. He left an awesome voicemail. What I love about this is like, it was literally, he didn't have one topic. He just had a plethora of things he wanted to get off his chest. So you've yes. heard it. I've heard it. Have you heard it? No. Andy, has, I haven't heard it. So it's, this is it's, like. It's not too long. It's only about a minute, but we're going to play it. We're going to play it out. I can't. I just want to like, and then like, I want to see how you guys react. Um, the theme is Marvel villains. Are you ready? Yes. Folks, this is the studio phone. Let's hear from Zach. Hey, Zach here. Long time listener. First time caller. Uh, friend of the Giggler. Um, so just want to talk about villains in the MCU coming up. Um, in my opinion, just looking at what movies are coming out in the next couple of years, Mephisto, Dormammu, Dr. Doom, Kang, Galactus, the big dog. Um, the big I'm dogs. really interested to see how Dr. Doom comes into play. Him and Dr. Strange become friends at some point. Uh, in the comics, I don't know if that's going to happen. Dormammu, we've already seen. He uh, he hates Doctor Strange, so he might come back into play, maybe. Um, Mephisto, just an absolute menace in all things Marvel. Um, maybe uh, Ghost Rider comes into play. Nick Cage coming back. I don't know. Just interested to see what you guys had to say about those. Since you guys are the experts, I don't have time to like watch all the um, all the Marvel shows, so I just listen to the podcast to to stay caught up on the shows. 
and I only watch the movies, but love to hear what you guys have to say. Keep doing good work. Oh, man, look at that. Give it up, folks. Gave me goosebumps. That's good. That's exactly. Just so you know, if you're listening right now, that's exactly what we're looking for. And I wouldn't call us experts. I'm not going to I'm not going to deny anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not going to, you know, really take that claim. You're he, right. He, we are, we're working on we're working on being experts. Like hopefully in 10 yeah. years you look back and you're like, "Hey, they actually know their stuff." <laughs> like he said Dr. Doom and Dr. Strange become friends and I was like, "Thank God I'm PC Mike." And I literally searched and they were friends. <laughs> I liked every single thing he covered. So a couple things that I really liked. First of all, I never really thought about that Dormammu coming back because if you remember Doctor Strange, I mean, spoiler alert for that movie, he beats Dormammu basically by doing like a time loop trick and just like frustrates him and says like, get out of here. And he basically said like, okay, I'll leave, you know, but he's like this giant cosmic being, you know, he's off somewhere just grumpy. And I mean, Multiverse of Madness coming up. He's got to be in it somehow. He makes it right. It's the Doctor Strange sequel. He's like, hey, I'm back again. Probably just like one part of the crazy story that that'll be. Who's a villain of that? Like, we don't need, who, who do you know? The multiverse. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wanda, maybe? Witch? Yeah. Could Scar- it be Wanda? I don't know. Could be. Could be. Um, Speaking of villains, Doctor, possibly. Doctor Doom. I mean, we know this Fantastic Four is getting rumored and rumored. I mean, I want to see this Doctor Doom done right at some point. I mean, even, even though you're right. What I mean by that is it's time to get them in the MCU. Because I, I I don't hate on the Fantastic Four films like a lot of people do. I don't either. I think the Doctor Doom's the best guy in there. He's the best one. What else? Well, is, he's in other stuff, too. I he's in like Nip Tuck. And Charmed, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he was in Charmed, I think. Me and Zach were talking the other day, and he said he watched the Silver Surfer cartoon all the time. Like did. And I was like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yes. that's, you know, the saddest thing about that, that there wasn't a season two. 1998, one season. That that should have been a show that went that, for 20 seasons. Maybe it it'll so come good. back. I hope it does. Disney Plus, sky's the limit. Um, but I see where he's going at with, like, obviously, I think we're all excited for Kang after the end of Loki. Of course. Um, Galactus is, would be insane. Like, from the history of the Marvel Universe, uh, do you read through all that yet? Only halfway through. Uh, halfway through? Okay. I don't know how I mean, anybody has time to do anything in any part of their life. I know. If you have a job <laughs> and you even have one other person in your life, where does everybody have all time? I don't know. It's, there's, you just don't sleep, I guess. We had to watch What If just now because I couldn't find 20 minutes to watch it in a week, one week. It's crazy. It has to be a priority or you have to basically say like, oh, you're watching this? Well, I'm going to watch this. It makes you pick the good stuff, which is hopefully what we're helping with. Um, yeah. Speaking of villains, 40-hour work week. Worst villain right there. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what did I just say? I'm just pumped. For, I'm, wor- I'm working for the weekend now. Yeah. Literally, your lover boy. That's who sings it. Everybody's working for the weekend. I sing that song all the time in my head now. Lover boy. <laughs> um, how about Nick Cage? I love Nick Cage. That'd be wild, but I I never saw the Ghost Rider movie, but it'd be You never saw no. Ghost Rider one or two? No. Streets of I Vengeance didn't know or there something was like two. Ghost Rider Two or something like that. Did you watch Marvel's Agents of Shield? Yes. That was a pretty cool. That's what it's all throwing me off too, because like I mean, I guess multiverse can make anything happen. He had, but they had a ghost, ghost writer in that. They did, but we also still don't know if that show is considered canon or not because Clark Gregg came out recently and said it was. That's what I mean. Of course, we've he also did. heard people say, "Yeah, it's but not. it's funny that he even said anything at all." But he's like, it's, "But I see what he's saying." If you were a diehard person that watched that show, like I was, I thought of it as canon too. It Damn. rode along the MCU. It impacts directly Avengers: Age of Ultron. 
for a few years, I only watched it because it was connected to the MCU because I was like, yeah. this isn't that great anymore. Yeah. It started off hot, but. I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers for that show, but it was pretty cool around Endgame. They were in their final season or maybe their second to final season, maybe the final season. I can't remember. And they're, the whole attack from Thanos on Earth, like they mention it by name because they're on like some Kree ship in the orbit of the Earth and they're like, the Thanos Titan, the, the mad Titan Thanos just uh, unleashed an attack. Like it was in an episode of. Yeah. And I was like, man, they're still trying. This is cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm. All right, go ahead. Agents of the Shield. Do you know how many episodes there are of that show? I'll guess seven times twenty-two would be like I don't know, one hundred and forty episodes. I don't know. That math is. I can't. You're very remember. close. One thirty-six. Wow, I was very close. I didn't realize there were seven seasons. That's long. Yeah. You never seen it? No, not a single seven. You watch it? Yeah. All of everything it? except for the last season and a half, I think. The last season's great. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot of goodbyes, and I mean, I love that show, and I hope that maybe they can bring back some of those characters. Zach. Thank you so much for calling the studio phone. I think this, Clark Gred's favorite role for me is when he's in the New Adventures of Old Christine. What's that? Oh, that is a CBS comedy starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who oh. is Old Christine. Oh. And he's, yes. he's her ex. It's actually laugh out loud funny. Was that her show after Seinfeld? Yeah, it was like her big show after Seinfeld. Like after Curb, she did some stuff, and then she got this. Yeah, and I she, remember that. She might have won an Emmy or two. I, she well, was she's fantastic, and uh, now guess what? She's in the MCU. Boom. Boom. Zach, thank you. You give us a call, folks. That's what we do. This is what how it gets the wheels turning. We go off on Tangent City about what you want to talk about. I don't even know if we answered his question or not. because He, we didn't, have so a, many he didn't really have a question. That yeah. was my favorite thing. He just got on and he goes, hey, uh, all right, some villains, you know, uh, some villains that I like. <laughs> I know. I love <laughs> and it. I'm like, yes, just ramble we, about whatever you want. I love it. We basically had this conversation via text the other day, and I, I appreciate hearing it and in, in person too hell yeah uh 754 call log that's 754-225-5564 put it in your phone mostly superheroes call us text us leave us a message and we'll get you featured one more piece of fan mail really super quick this is in relation to our review of superman 2 we had a comment on youtube which this might be a little small for you guys uh here in person if you're watching on facebook and youtube you should see this just fine this comes from integrity 101 it's kind of a long comment but i thought it was good to feature he says guys you reviewed the cra crappy theatrical version of Superman 2. You might remember, I told you, there was like some drama around the two Richards that directed this thing. Wow. Donner obviously did the first one, and then they brought in a different Richard Lewis, I think, that did this one. He says, the Donner cut is literally the highest rated Superman film of all time on IMDb. Why bother with Superman 3 or 4? Go watch the real version of Superman 2, the Donner cut. Here's a few things that you'll noticeably see in the movie. He lists, he lists them out for us. This guy's awesome. Lots of silly comedy removed. No cellophane S. That still stands out to me. Lois is much smarter. Actual consequences for giving up his powers. Hmm. Uh, no magical kiss. Remember the memory wiping kiss at the end? Oh, yeah. Original ending restored. Marlon Brando scenes restored. Hmm. No laser fingers, more connectivity to Superman 1, like more direct storytelling. I like that. Better dialogue, better cinematography overall. Hey, man, I'm going to just give it up for this guy real quick. Integrity yeah. 101. That's awesome. That helps us. It, I it, wish I would have known. Well, yes and no, because I like seeing these different cuts. I, we joked about going back and like watching other stuff. We're not in a hurry to see Superman 3 or 4. I'm going to talk about some. we got a whole list of stuff to watch, guys, and it's on coming up. We'll talk about it. This is maybe now want to go back and watch Superman 2, the Donner Cut. 
I wonder if because the Bar- Marlon Brando scenes are restored, that's why it hasn't been out. Because him and they got in that huge fight about money. Well, and here's the thing. He had, he had more to this comment, too, about like places to watch. But I was like, well, let's do some research and find out where to watch this thing. We'll want to make sure that we do it above board and do our own research and see if we can find it. I mean, with the internet, I'm sure we can. But I just want to keep this on your guys' radar. I have it on our list. Does it interest yeah. you guys to see it again yeah. after hearing this comment? Or are you still just kind of like, I don't need to revisit that? No, I'm I'm all for it for the sake of a good argument, maybe. But <sighs> like, if you weren't on this podcast, you probably wouldn't. You probably wouldn't, maybe. But like, since you're on it, like, we got to talk about it. Yeah. And it's, eventually we're not in a hurry and i don't think it's our fault that we watched the theatrical version it was literally the one on hbo it was the one on hbo it's the one that, in the warner brothers vault we're just whatever. basic folks with subscriptions yeah like we just picked the one that we, we you know what i did i got my apple tv remote and i go show me superman 2 <laughs> and i mean this this whole thing just proves that things don't really change like this ha- this is the snyder cut but how many years ago he did, yeah he said the same things integrity 101 he had a, a he, there was, it was there was a lot more to this I like took out. I was like, these are the pieces I want to share. But yeah. you can go get this uh, Superman two on YouTube. It's on our website. It's in our DC uh, library, mostlysuperheroes.com dot com forward slash DCU. We'll keep you posted, and we'll always feature fans like this. And I am wearing the same shirt today <laughs> than I did. <laughs> oh my god, 32. you are! I can see it's on the screen. And it's, yeah, you, you hold that up, and like, and I'm doing this. I was just looking at it. I was like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> if you're watching right now, we're doing our pictures that are on the screen. I love it. All right, that's it for fan mail. Uh, we'll always feature you guys first. Give us a comment on YouTube. Get in the Mostly Superhero Squad. Give us a call, and we'll get you in here. Let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching? This is what we tell you what we're watching each and every week. And, man, this is a packed episode. You might notice we skipped the news. There was a lot of news this week. Uh, the big thing that I was going to just say, the Matrix 4 trailer is out there, and it's got me all jazzed up for the Matrix again. So now I want to watch those. Like John Wick 4, they keep calling it? I mean, well, they'll make John Wick 4, hopefully. Yeah. But I think he, they're just like his long hair and stuff, and he's like... A bit, yeah, I didn't... Have you guys seen the trailer? No, I just saw the yeah. posters and the stills. I didn't see the trailer. Okay, well, we'll keep that on the radar. That's coming. Um, and we also decided... Very unselfish of us, like, well, such a martyr. We took away, like, our own What You Watching so that we could focus on three superhero titles today. So let's just get into it. Starting off, we just watched it coming off fresh. It'll probably be the best review of the day because it's the freshest one. Everything else has been a week. Yeah. With, with Shang-Chi oh. and Titans, but this one's re- very fresh. Andy watched Titans. You're going to have to help us out on that one. All right, I got in my notes that I had in my that I left at home so my wife sent me a picture of the notes. So. <laughs> oh man, that's a hero move right there. All right, well we'll start you off with the fresh one. This is the MCU. The 28th title in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the first one that's animated. It's called What If. The Watcher tells you stories about alternate realities, alternate universes. One thing changes and it's a 20 to 25 to 30 minute story. This one is episode 5, What If Zombies? Question mark. 33 minutes when the Avengers are infected by a zombie plague. Surviving heroes search for a cure. I'm just going to say it. Best one yet. 3.5. Yeah, around 3.5. For this, around a 3.5. It was by far the best one. I Man, it's so tough to cut off the bat, but I did watch it just super fresh. I'm going to give this one a 3.5. You guys didn't need to do that. I was just getting it off my chest. Yeah, but once you said it, I was like, let's go. Roundtable. That's a solid thing. thing. That's a solid score. Solid score. Very fresh. Um, And we said this earlier, right? We've talked about one through four. 
I always recap them just a little bit. Peggy Carter, T'Challa, Star-Lord. What if the Avengers were murdered? The last one was, what if Doctor Strange was an idiot? (laughs) (laughs) This one is zombies, dude. MCU zombies introduced for the very first time. Spoiler alert for the episode right now. And we're going to break open the story. I mean, let's just get into it. Is that cool? Just dive in right head first. All right. They drop you in to when the Hulk was getting transported to Earth during Endgame. Or actually, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're, you know, spoiler alert for the MCU, every time we do this, um, he's getting sent back to Earth to warn everybody. If you remember the story of Infinity War, that's where he meets up with Doctor Strange. Iron Man's there. They all get together, and, like, the events of Infinity War and Endgame start off, right? Okay, in this one, he lands Bruce Banner, just like he did the first time, becomes Bruce Banner out of the Hulk, and he's like, Thanos is coming! Thanos is coming! He's in the Sanctum Sanctorum. And there is no, I'm going to get this out of the way too real quick. I had a mistake during What If last week, and I called the hero that's in like everything we're watching now. He's in the later title too, Shang-Chi. Wong. Benedict Wong, the actor, plays the character Wong in the MCU. Doctor Strange is like right-hand guy. They're like teammates. I called him Wu the whole time. His name's not Wu. I didn't even catch it. Well, bad on you too then. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't. You didn't know, but yep. bad, bad on us as MCU experts. I felt Ooh, really bad. Want to get, want to yes. get that out of the way. I, I apologize. Totally messed it up. There is a agent Jimmy Wu, yes, at, in the MCU. I don't know. I, you know, I got it mixed up. Wong though. You think he's gonna? Huh, I wasn't right. I was Wong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Had that one in your back pocket, huh? Yeah, I, yeah. A few days ago, and I was like, don't forget to say that. Um, no one's there though. Doctor Strange isn't there. Wong isn't there. What happens? He peeks his head out the thing. He's like, Bruce Banner's like, who's here? Oh, guess who shows up? Thanos' right-hand people, just like they do in Infinity War. They give like the same speech. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. He's like, you are in the presence of blah, 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 blah. Children of Thanos. The children of Thanos. He's like, whatever he says. And Bruce is like, come on, Hulk. And Hulk won't come out again. Nothing changes there. He's the best part of the episode, I think. Oh. Eh, maybe not best, but... Well, they put him at the middle for one of the best. I feel like he was perfect for this role of just like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. He is the perfect voice. Uh, what happens? The Avengers come through uh, like a Doctor Strange, Mystic Arts, you know, ring hole. And <laughs> I don't know what you call those. But portal. A portal. Better than ring hole. And it's like, oh, here, the Avengers are here. Oh, what is it? They're all zombies. And Bruce is like, oh, yeah, you're kicking their butts. You're kicking like, their butts. And then he goes it through the smoke. And he's like, are you guys uh, eating? That's oh, overkill. No. That's overkill. <laughs> he's like, what are you guys doing? Um, basically, what's happened is the Watcher steps in, gives us a little help. Hank Pym from the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp, which happened right around this time as well. If you remember from the movie, spoiler alert, he goes into the quantum realm to find his wife, Jan. I think it's Jan. Janet. Janet. I think Pym. And in the movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it all works out. He like brings her home. Family reconnected. And this one, she's the one that caught the zombie virus. It's some quantum realm virus. They bring it back and it breaks out across the whole planet. And there's only like so, or I mean, at least the United States. Um, and man, what you get here essentially is like a different Avengers team team up and they all start coming in out of nowhere. So you get Hope, uh, the Wasp, Spider Man. This guy sounded just like Tom Holland. It wasn't him. Uh, can you tell me if Hope was Evangeline Lilly? I'll start looking that up. All right, yeah, look you up. keep going. I'll keep going. I think it was Evangeline Lilly. The guy that was playing Spider-Man was not Tom Holland, but it sounded a lot like him. That was Mark Ruffalo. Um, 
And the Avengers that are like already dead right away are Doctor Strange, Iron Man. Uh, there's a few more in there. Cap. Well, I guess uh, sorry. that'd be later. That's later. Then Wong. Oops. Wong dies. Um, but basically, they're all getting together and they're like, "Hey, we got to try to save the world. You know, we're gonna try to sit. We're gonna try to solve this thing." I was kind of lost on the mission. You know, these these episodes move so quickly that you're almost like, "What are they doing again?" But long doesn't really matter. They team up with Bucky Barnes. That was Sebastian Stan. Um, who from the Dora Milaje did they have? Okoye. Okoye. Good job. And I think that was her. Yes, her name had to be. The, the Denai Guerrero? Go for it. Something like that? What do you think it is? Denai The girl Guerrero? from The Walking Dead? The guy, yeah, the girl from The Walking Dead is what I always, how I remember her. Oh. I but, her voice, but her voice sounded just like it. She's there. She's yeah, like, I think it is. Um, she's like, T'Challa's gone missing, and I'm here to find him. Um, you also get Hope. She's there. You also get Shannon Carter. So Evangeline Lily, that was yes. her. Yes. You also get Shannon Carter. Emily Van Camp. That was her. And again, like the Spider Man. Oh, and that was not Tom Holland. It wasn't. It was Hunter Thames. Well, kudos Thames. to that guy because he sounds just like. Yeah, him. it was weird. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where they sound so alike that you're like, why didn't they just get Tom Holland in this? Might have been a Sony thing. True. Um, so they all team up. It's all like, okay, how can we solve this thing? We're just gonna try. There's a really fun sequence in the subway where Spider Man like uses the, uh, his web shooters to sling them so they can get going out of this subway station. Um. You meet characters all along the way of different people that are showing up, and they eventually make it to... Um, so on the train, you get a lot of uh, big characters. The biggest one you said before was uh, Captain Steve Rogers. Zombie, fighting off one-on-one against Winter Soldier, long hair, Wakanda arm, Bucky Barnes. Looked awesome and animated. Yep. Or art, as Andy would say. It is art. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is animated, too. <laughs> um. You lose some people pretty quickly. Shannon Carter gets exploded from the inside out. Damn, that was wild. <laughs> um, Hope, in the process, gets bitten as she like exploded Shannon, and she has to sacrifice herself in a really cool way. Uh, ends up like getting all the Avengers together and in their her hands, and she goes into Giant Woman. They call her they call him Giant Man when he's Ant Man, so I guess it's Giant Woman. Oh, before that, we go ahead. I'm skipping a we, lot. I know. So no, it's out. okay. I, you've covered all the big parts, but. The, this is the first reference to Uncle Ben in the MCU hmm. when uh, Peter has his little speech. I would hope. And I, he, he mentioned Uncle Ben for the first time ever because he talks about the loss of everyone that he's lost. And everyone was like, that's the first time it's ever been wow. said out loud. Yeah. Yeah, because I would say it's the second reference, though. Is it? What was the other one? I, the other, I totally the first forgot. one, the first one would have been Spider Man Far From Home. He, whenever he's packing his briefcase, that briefcase had a BP initials on it okay okay dork <laughs> that's the podcast i know but that's, that's <laughs> but, they but they've never ever gotcha. talked about him ever. they never said his name never um yeah that was pretty big he's and he like, he's he nails this spider-man i mean he sounds just like tom holland spider-man i loved it have you seen those all right i have to bring Go ahead. It up those toby mcguire memes where they're like it's aunt may but not your Aunt May, and he's dancing behind her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and like, it's, to- it's like Tobey Maguire with the Marissa. Yeah. To- and she's always like closing that door. Yeah. It's like, I saw one meme that was like Tom Holland Spider-Man going to Doctor Strange, and he's like, hey, can you make Aunt May not my aunt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I thought that one was pretty good. Uh, and he and like the, the return was like him doing like the wink, you know. <laughs> um. 
what? it was Agatha all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the winks. Um, all right, what else we get in this one? Oh, Happy John Favreau. That was him. Yep, he died. He died, but he had like a, he had like the, the the watch blaster that Spider Man has in Captain America: Civil War. Whenever he fights, basically the Winter Soldier, kind of one on one for a second. Happy has that, and he's just going pow, pow. <laughs> it was good. It ends up killing him. Yeah, he ends up uh, getting pulled in by, he gets like an arrow. And then, of course, it was Hawkeye, zombie. Um, You also got Falcon, Sam Wilson, zombie. That was cool. That was cool. I like how they grouped like the people kind of together that were in the shows together. Yes, it was. It was, And remember, uh, Falcon dies and Bucky goes, I should be really sad. That was my friend, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, that's just like, I feel like a nod to the humor between those two. Yeah. And, no um, and let me know if I'm skipping anything else because like it moves so quickly. So they get on the train. They ended up finding a military base. It looked like the one from Captain America: The Winter Soldier when they found Zoloff in that computer. Oh but, yeah. And I was like, is that the place? But it was in New York, so I don't. I mean, probably no. not. Yeah, that's well, weird. Who's there? The Vision. And he looks awesome. Also animated. That was Paul Bettany. Yes, that was really cool. And who else is there? Just his head, Paul Rudd. Hilarious. <laughs> Ant-Man himself, he survived. They found a cure. Something with the Mind Stone, essentially. like helps. keeping all the zombies away. He's keeping all the zombies away. Uh, it also is like going to be how you find the cure. And he's in. A, he's literally got his he- just his head, and he's in a jar. Loved so it. funny. Big Futurama vibes there. Yeah, yes. that was so weird. Oh, man, I love Futurama. That's Paul Rudd show. is the perfect for that. For to be a talking head, I just realized too, it's something I never knew that I would. And they gave find him out. out of all the lines in the whole show, he probably had forty percent of them, and they were hilarious. They were just yeah. one one liner after the other. Um, and what's the vision doing there? It looks like he's a good guy at first, but it turns out he's feeding Wanda, zombie Wanda. Want uh, there's something Zonda zombie? No, it's not no. There. Sorry, I tried. Damn, that's embarrassing. Um, you tried. Just, Black Panther was there. And T'Challa, of course. And he's got his leg chopped off. What's crazy about these Avenger zombies is that they know, like, all of their powers. Still. And, like, know them well. Like, the, the Iron Man one was legit flying. Uh, Wanda's just doing her full Scarlet Witch powers. And Hawkeye did miss a couple times. So we were like, I guess maybe he had, you know, he's a zombie, so he yeah, missed. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of cool. I just thought it was kind of random. Like, Happy immediately like, goes and tries to, like, kill Peter Parker, <laughs> and he's a zombie. And I'm like, he remembers how to shoot the thing with his hand, but he doesn't remember, like, that's his son, essentially. <laughs> yeah. All right, getting to the big ending. Uh, Vision kind of decides to help out. Uh, Bruce Banner, in a last-ditch effort to help get the Quinjet off the ground, runs into the middle of the crowd, and uh, the zombie crowd and is like, Hulk, this is your last chance. And then awesome this is like probably my favorite part of the episode is where he hulks out he demolishes zombies the ship takes off and you get the hulk versus scarlet witch that was cool because i was like that would be a cool fight because she can lift you up and stuff but like if he gets close enough like that was pretty fun the ship's taking off it's getting away one last zombie to get away from and it's the biggest one of the episode giant woman and the wasp uh, in giant form, grabs it, but then ends up, you know, they get up taken off. They go to Wakanda. It's the last safe haven on the planet because of their force field. So they think. And as they enter it, there's one last group of zombies they're going to have to face off on, face off with, and it is Thanos. Full zombie Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. 
like smiling as a zombie, like almost like he hasn't even changed that much at all. <laughs> and they're just waiting for him. Boom, credits end. Give me episode two right now. Is that what's next? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. If I type in Google, what if zombies? It says like the, one of the main searches is part two. Oh, please. I hope. And then that makes me think it might be leading to some like in-game type event, just like you said, because now we're like on that trajectory now. They really just keep like literally it just got better every single week. Yeah, so far <laughs> it's been like just stepping up the game every time. The watcher is still there doing his thing. He's kind of watching as the train goes by. I'm like, is this guy always watching. No matter what you're doing, I don't want this guy looking. Is he like Santa? He's like a Santa Claus <laughs> situation. Only this four left, and only four left. All right, I loved it. Can't wait for the next one. I mean, we've come a long way since that Peggy Carter episode. Couldn't exactly. go anywhere but up. The casts for the episode get better. The stories get better. Like I feel like this is, I was like emotionally invested in this one. In the middle, I was like, this is zombies. Yes. Settle down, Andy. Damn. <laughs> Settle down, Andy. <laughs> it was, though, and the action never stopped. Yeah. Like Even though it's only you know clocks at 25 minutes, it never stopped. Mm-mm. All right, any final thoughts from you two? We already gave our ratings. Can't wait to do this thing uh, next week. Talk about episode uh, six of What If. We'll do it. Um, Spider-Man wearing the Doctor Strange cape. That was a, I don't think we talked about that, but that was an underrated moment. That was such a cool thing. Well, he doesn't keep the cape, he though. He pulls it off. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, Scott Lang <laughs> yeah. using it as his body. That's yeah. also pretty great, too. He goes, I feel like I'm at prom. <laughs> High five each other. He's like, I won't. Go ahead. I won't feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then shout out Chadwick Boseman with his just beautiful lines that just almost brought me to tears. Oh, what, yeah. he, what are you saying? He said he was talking about the you, dead. No. He was just saying they don't leave you don't they don't leave you till you forget about them or something like that. Oh. He said it much better. Much in only in a, much a, in more only a way, way that he than I did. can. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's the only like, one that will pull out that line where you're like, damn. Yeah. So cool to see him back. Mike, anything else from you on this one? No, I think we pretty much nailed it, but like we said, it keeps getting better. So, I'm excited. Hopefully this ties in in some way. That's what we're hoping, right? Um, of course, because that's like the that's what we're always going for is that multiverse component. How will this tie in? Will it? You know, we're, these could just very well be side stories. I don't think it's any accident that they timed this thing to come right after Loki. Like they said, it's like important for that. It's in that watch order. Like you finish Loki, you pop into this, and we're gonna talk about it all. We'll let you know if it gets connected. It's all happening in our mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. That's our MCU library. You can find all of our connections, ratings. Go check it out at MostlySuperHeroes.com, and we'll keep filling up that library for you with fresh reviews. All right, next up, one more for what you watch, and we're going to jump universes. Get out of that MCU town. Let's get over here to DC Village. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to go back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We're bouncing all around today. Um, For wrapping up what you watch, and we're talking about it's on HBO Max. It's episode six of season three of Titans. Lady Vic is the title. You guys called that. And we got the description here. Dick and Barbara work to unmask the latest killer unleashed by Crane, a.k.a. Scarecrow, when Corey, that's Starfire, and Gar bring her to the tower. Blackfire forms an unexpected connection with a Titan. I feel like this description is like nothing that I'm remembering from the episode. As I'm reading, I'm like, am I reading the right one? I mean, it's a description before to not give stuff away maybe right it's like because they put those descriptions in probably not to give you too many spoilers Uh, like the black fire forms an unexpected connection with the titan that was literally the smallest thing in the whole episode 
Hey, and another thing I'll say, I mean, I know we're on DC right now, but talking about episode descriptions, remember when that Doctor Strange one was very vague? Yeah, they changed I, it. They changed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I texted you guys. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting to see they that. They heard but, your concerns, guess, and they fixed it. Like, oh, shoot, did you hear most of the superheroes this week? I guess the listeners didn't know, and I was like, you told us. Just yeah. keep going. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you texted us. <laughs> we're worried about the description having too much information when the last episode literally spoiled the whole thing just with the title of the episode. Lazarus. <laughs> All right, well, hey, good segue, Andy. So Lazarus ends with basically the recap story of the Red Hood. This one's dropping you in with more flashbacks, and it's all centered around, of course, titles Lady Vic, and let's just get into it. Um, This one is, I'm going to give the preface to, this is one of those that I, again, I haven't seen it in a week. Today's Thursday. There's a new one out, and we'll talk about that next week, episode yep. number seven. So before we, we won't even name the title yet. Let's wait till we get through this one. This is a story about, again, flashback city into Gotham City. Looking at Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon and six years ago before Barbara's had her accident, right? She's got her feet. She's on her feet. She's moving around. And she's basically a vigilante. And Dick's Robin. He's not Nightwing. This is Batman. He's like the original Robin. Oh, he's Robin. He's Robin a <laughs> jewelry store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And yeah, this was the weirdest part, right? He's like, what are you doing? Why are you robbing this place? And she's like, I like to keep my dad on his toes. <laughs> and then he's like, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. And Dick's like, all right. All right. Let's do it. And so it's basically just like little date nights for them going to rob jewelry shops. Yeah. Hang yeah. out at bars while he's wearing his backwards hat to make him look younger. Yeah, he's wearing a backwards <laughs> hat. They're just hanging out. He's like, that was a fun night of you know taking jewelry. It's all over the news. They're like, 25 uh, jewelry uh, museums have been robbed. And they're like, they have all the jewelry on their bed. And I was like, what are you doing? Oh, there's so much crime in Gotham City? Yeah, from you two. Yeah, let's add to it. I bet like Catwoman was probably like, hey, stop. Let's make my dad's force even thinner. <laughs> yeah, let's waste resources. Yeah. Um, but either way, this leads very quickly to a romance between Dick. I mean, this guy, everybody wants him. I mean, he's had, re- he's had like kind of relationships with yeah. so many people in this. We were talking about this during Patreon today. But either way, this is like a little spark. We get that proof that they they hit it off. What were you going to say? He just doesn't finish the deal. What he's do you mean? Like Batman, he can't keep anyone close enough to him. Yes. Yeah. It just it wasn't ever going to happen. Well, and also we know that like things went real sideways at a certain point with Barbara. I mean, ended up in this wheelchair. And during one of their jewelry heists, a new character to us drops in, and this is Lady Vic. I don't really know much about Lady Vic. We might need to bust open that DC well, encyclopedia. The opening scene of the episode was her. Oh, thank you, yes. Part, was it? Let's see. She was in a diner, and then. Yes, you meet her present day, scene. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she's in a diner. This, You're right. Opening episode was present day. It's this character. You don't even know it's Lady Vic yet. You just get this blonde-haired girl sitting in a diner. Two cops, a man and a woman, that are just, they're a couple, they're in love, and they're, like, planning how they're going to, like, be together forever, and what happens? She just goes out there and murders each of them in the parking lot of this, like, Denny's. Yeah. Denny's. I mean, some diner. I know. It wasn't franchise, I'm sure. No. HBO. (laughs) It was just diner. Diner. Um, Kills these people in cold blood. I mean, very quick. Did we ever find out why? That's a great question. Do we, Andy? No, Andy? Not really. I don't think so. Because that's when it jumps to the flashbacks. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Why well, did these peop- two people just get, was it just to show how 
like good of an assassin she is. But why? Yeah, but that was personal. Like, Maybe it was like, crazy. Why, why, like, yeah, those we're... cops weren't even looking for her. She just literally went to their car and like knocked on the thing. And Maybe then... it's something to do with Crane telling her to do it or something. Like we're gonna find out more. Yeah. Well, what we find out about her in the flashback is one of the heists again, the jewelry heist from uh, Barbara and Dick. She shows up with another guy, her partner, and you know, I say accidentally. This guy ends up dying at the hand of Dick. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not on purpose. It's not like an intentional kill, but he does die, and they just run, and they leave her. I mean, this is where I'll definitely need your help. And you watched this one today, but I know that the whole thing is, I mean, they start bouncing a little bit more between flashback and present day. So, like, present day, you catch up with Crane. And he had Lady Vic steal a medical device that would distribute his drug. That's what it is. He's got, he, he's still got this plan for the gas, right? He wants to get his gas out to everybody. Lady Vic's helping him find the equipment to do it. So they're working hand in hand. And you know how we find this out. Thanks, Mike. You helped me out. We find this out because Todd, Jason Todd, a.k.a. Red Hood now, he, he's basically like fed up with taking orders from Crane. And he's like, listen, either you tell me the plan or like you're going to be done. And he goes, let me show you something. Crane's like, let me show you something. And he take he goes to the surgery room where these doctors are about to like operate on this person. Yeah. And she just busts in with a sword and just That was well, pretty good sound effects. <laughs> well, the sound effects she murks these people, right? And the sound effects are super important. Yeah, they are. Well, first of all, Jason Todd's like this what he's doing here is he's going, I got somebody else to help me, and it's her. Make your move. If you don't, if you don't want to be here, I don't care. And I'm like, this is cool because Crane's just taking over now. You're, like, he's becoming the villain, right? Yes, I like it. I do too. It's like, okay, this guy's because he's a genius. Remember how he danced? <laughs> <laughs> the record player. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna rewatch that scene when I get home. Is all that potty was smoking? He went crazy. Yeah. Um, and she. Okay, so he cuts. She cuts it up somehow. Dick, now in present day, Nightwing, gets like the audio footage from this hospital room. Do we even know how? Like, that was so bizarre. He got it from uh, Barbara. From Barbara. She was like, there's no video footage at all, but unfortunately, all I can give you is audio. And he's like, I'll take it. Yes. And what's he do? He's like, I'm going to be Batman and detective the shit out of this. And he does. He goes back to the Batcave. He grabs Gar, a.k.a. Beast Boy, and he goes, hey, me and Batman used to do this thing. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> Thank I mean, I I, 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 I want to know how you guys feel about this. Let, hold on, let's just say it. So he goes, we got to listen to this tape, and you can hear the sword. like, And he tells Gar, he's like, we can figure out what weapon they're using by recreating the movements with a 7-H blade. <laughs> Full body sword. <laughs> Do a twist and a flip yeah and he's like yeah all the fancy names for fight moves yep didn't know any of them didn't know any of them and he goes yeah that's it that's that's it and he goes okay so the killer must be five foot five left-handed left-handed and a woman and he's like i know who the killer is and immediately immediately goes i know who it is i think it would have been better (laughs) please tell me if they would have done like a time lapse like it took him longer than two minutes to figure this whole thing out it's almost like they heard you say at the end of episode three or four, when you were like, there's not a lot of detective work. They were like, well, we better give him some. <laughs> because it would have been just cooler if there was a video, and they're like, look, that's Lady Vic. It would have been so much better. Yeah, I, I see what they were doing, but it was just like, like Mike said, it was too like fast and like 
He figured un- it out. Unrealistic. There's no way. Out of all the knives and swords in the world, he had three, and he's like, that has to be it. It has to be it. There's no other way. Um, I also, know that there's gonna be, yeah, go ahead. Barbara please. didn't, uh, was restricting him and, uh, sorry, Dick and Corey from going to the crime scene as well. Yeah. Didn't uh, want her to go. Didn't yeah. want them to go. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good thing to catch is like, why can't we go just look at it? Yeah. So that was the only way they could look into it. Yeah. Essentially. Cause they had the sound. Okay. Yeah. Um, help me out with this middle part because I can already see like toward the end of where this goes. Um, but they're like, you know, we're going to go after. And he he tells Barbara about this. But then, oh, Barbara's at the police station. Okay. And she gets this phone call on a private cell phone. Am I getting yeah, ahead I, of myself? No, I no. think you're fine. He gets shook. So this private cell phone rings. I knew immediately. I'm like, that's a that's the bat phone, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she pulls it out. And you get this. You get the voice of the Batman in the show. Glazy. <laughs> and he's like, meet me at blah, 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 where it all started. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And I was like, yes, here we go. More Batman. Not Batman. It's a recording. Oops. It's a trap. It's Lady Vic. And Lady Vic's like, I came here to kill you with my sword. I don't care that you're in a wheelchair. Here it comes. Barbara's like, I don't care that I'm in a wheelchair either. Here's my wheelchair electric sticks. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Fights, fights Fins her. are off. Yeah, Fins are off. Like goes after, her, and then the, the, she like does a really cool like getaway smoke. It was like magnesium or something, mm-hmm. yeah. and she goes back to Crane, and he's like, "Did you uh, did you get Barbara like we planned?" And she's like, "Girls got moves." Took a picture of her with my eyes though. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh well, message received." I would have been like, "You couldn't beat a person in a wheelchair." You literally murdered so many people for me, and. Lord, couldn't you come behind her? She's Batgirl. Yeah, give her, give her a you break. could have been like this from the back, just been like. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. All right, so that's what happens there. I mean, I'm missing a lot here. Um, like, what happens in the flashbacks between, like, with the romance? So there's and a everything? weird, there's a weird like connection between Blackfire and yeah Superboy. Like she really? originally Blackfire wants him, and he's just like oblivious. To yeah, it, I must have like, just missed this. They were talking in the so at first she was like thinking, hey, you're gonna be. She didn't understand like, she thought that she was gonna like have like a servant or something. She's like, oh, you're my servant. You'll oh, you'll do. You know why I'm getting confused? You guys were saying Blackfire. I'm thinking Starfire. Yeah, yeah. Blackfire's like this guy's gonna help me out. She thinks like he's she, a she's, servant. He's my manservant. I'm a I'm royalty. Yeah. Blackfire is like we are a team here. You're not gonna mess yeah. with. Yeah. You're, you're, no one's no one's waiting on you. No one's cleaning your bed. Yeah. Okay. Then they have the conversation in the car where. Yes. I can't even remember what they talked about. No, the, you're right. She So the three of them go to, where do they go? Starfire, Blackfire, and Superboy. They save that woman that has the bomb in her chest. Yeah. Yes. He, they kind of redeems himself for Hank. Yep. Yes, exactly. He's like, we're not. no one's dying today. And then when they come back, Blackfire has left the car. Yeah. And I think the two biggest parts kind of wrap this up because- Kind of going off on tangents. You know, we're, yeah, but we're hitting the stuff that happened. Um, the big part of Jason saying, screw Ukraine, I'm getting the drug out. Here we go. Yep. And then, and then um, there's a lot of violence. And then they see Tim Drake's father, Jack, get shot. He gets at well, the diner. Or the- because what did Jason Todd do? He goes, I'm gonna, here comes an F-bomb for you people with kids. It's coming. Here it comes. He goes, fuck Scarecrow. And he's taking the gas. 
which I mean, I'm thinking like this is probably this is probably part of Scarecrow's plan. He probably knew he was going to do this, yeah. but he gives it to like basically hoodlums, like like gang members, yep. people that are just like you know wanting to get out and do some bad. And part of this is at the end, yes, they attack a whole bunch of places. He just sets them loose on the town, and uh, Tim Drake, his dad, yeah, gets shot as because of this. Somebody attacks the diner. There's gunfire everywhere and i think that jason looks like he's mad about it but not mad about it like yeah. he is he's a little upset you almost see that humanity come out and doesn't he take a hit and then leaves yeah yeah and his eyes are like really yellow now yeah. the gas has really been amped up and then at the very end we just find out kind of what we all figured that crane is using crime bosses to hopefully distribute his drug that's what make it how we find that out starfire yeah or, no black fire assist the titans <laughs> Blackfire. A fire she, so person. She because it. she goes and she goes, she talks to people on the street, and she's like, if you talk to people that are disconnected, you learn about stuff that's really going on or yeah. something like that. She right. escaped when they were helping the lady with the bomb in her chest. Yes. and she, But she went to help. Yeah. All right. Do we miss anything? That's the episode. So just, uh, I mean, yeah. a lot happened in terms of, like, the big villain stuff. You're finding more about uh, uh, Scarecrow's plan. You're seeing how Jason Todd plays a role in this. You're getting this backstory between Dick and uh, Barbara Gordon. Oh, and this was the—I think this is probably the last big thing. Unless you guys think of anything else, I think it was Dick, right? He tells her, "Why don't you pull out Oracle?" Mm-hmm. Yes, thank and, you. And this is her. This—if you—I mean, I'm—I've never ever seen the Oracle. I don't think in uh, any cinema. The only Oracle I know is from the Arkham games. Yeah, I've been playing that she so much the last week. Yeah. She's and in the clock tower if you want me to be super specific. It's I would, really sweet. I would assume <laughs> that's awesome. I would assume that the Oracle is like a see all technology type thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's this got, sounds cool. She's called the Oracle, though, in the yes, game. She's right? got taken in the game I'm playing. Yeah. All right. So that, uh, we can look for that. There'll probably be an episode called the Oracle at some point. Yeah, def- definitely. <laughs> I mean, the next one's called 51%. Yeah, I think so. Fifty-one percent. Do you guys have any idea what that means? Well, I could read it, but I'm gonna stop because you think it's spoiler spoilery. Maybe it's something like that's the threshold Crane has to get to fifty-one percent. Because if he has fifty-one percent, that's a, like population control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with his gas. I don't know. Fifty-one percent. All right, we'll know. find out. Yeah, must be election day. Maybe might be majority, or it might be like a business merger. Margins are up. Might be the Titans voting on something. I don't know. That's not good math. Um, All right. Anything else from you guys before we move this one on? Talk about it next week. All right. Episode seven. Uh, You can find this one in our DC library, too. Having a lot of fun with the show. I think it's pacing well. Having a good time. It's like, again, there has not been a bad episode. No. It's been night and day, though, from what it used to be. Yes. I think there's been some dull ones after the first three just were like, whoa. Yeah. Just a little dull. I mean, it's nothing bad. Yeah, just uh, but just moving along. I mean, we got how many episodes? You say, Andy, thirteen or fourteen? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna talk about all of them. So we'll wrap this thing up. We're gonna lead right up to DC fandom. Can't wait. There's gonna be tons of announcements come out in October, and we have a lot of episodes to talk about in between then. And we're listing all of these reviews separated out for you, nice and easy, at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU, our DC Universe library. So get over and check it out, and we'll keep it rocking and rolling for you. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is time for the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. We're going back to the MCU. Movie Town, big premiere. We're talking Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've heard others. 
but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, Jay, as Tim. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said? Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Jock uh, and Nerd. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. I'm your host, Logan, here with PC Mike and The Giggler, about to talk about, yes, the meat, the chunk, the sizzle, and we got a big feature for you today can't wait to talk about it before we do it is the first night of the nfl and we haven't even talked about it once but i'll go ahead and we're going to give you this is going to be four days too late for you in real time but for us this is breaking news tell us how the game is going right now pc mike between the cowboys and the buccaneers yep got it thursday night football bucks just scored what's the score six nothing it'll probably be seven nothing and it's like what is it halftime yet no do you got Uh, middle first you got any stakes in this game a fantasy stakes, but nothing huge. Giggler, are you excited the NFL's back? Oh yeah. I am it my life is complete now. It's like just been the gaping hole that's been missing for like the last eight months. From your second TV. Yeah. Your second TV <laughs> needs some real action. Yeah, we're gonna Sunday's gonna be great. I have a bachelor party all weekend and then I'm coming home specifically to, to just make sure I'm home by noon. It's gonna be very hungover, but it's gonna be worth it. It's for your be Sunday on my own couch. Ordering so much food, Panda Express, pizza, everything. Pizza shit Sundays. Yes, that's what they're called. That's what they're called. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten. I think I'm going to have to come over for some of these days. I told you I like the football stuff. And, yes, and, please. You know, great podcast for you football fans out there. We'll talk about it a little bit here and there. Probably not near as much as you'd like. Bustin' with the Boys is a great podcast. They're not just football. They have on all sorts of celebrities, but they do have on players, coaches uh, from college, from NFL, like all across the board. Got to plug Bustin' with the Boys and... Of course, Andy does with his new favorite hat. Yes. Thank you. All right, let's talk about our specialty movies. It is the time for the meat, the chunk, the sizzle, and we are back in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Andy and I saw a movie last week. You might have heard of it. We've been pumping it up for several months now. It was on the schedule, slated. It did not get delayed. We're so glad. And it is Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Let's give it up. Claps all around. Claps all around. What an epic, epic film. The 29th title in the MCU. PC Mike, you just want to get it out of the way. We're telling you about this thing today. Yeah, I didn't see it again. You didn't see it. You gave us the preface. You said it hasn't moved the needle for you yet. You're going to listen to our review today, spoiler filled, and it might make it on your list one day. But either Mm -hmm. way, I'm glad that you were honest and you didn't go see a movie that you weren't ready to see. Yeah, I I was actually busy that night, but I had other days to see it, and I didn't. So, well, here's the thing, too, though. You, for you, you'd have to go to the movies. Like now, you can just wait, and like, and you know, we'll probably do premiere access, or maybe after 45 days, is it just going to be free? I don't know, because that's what that's what's happening. If you're not aware, this is in theaters right now. You should go see this thing. If you haven't, if you 
If you haven't, spoiler alert, go watch it. Hit pause right now, come back. If you have, get ready. We're going to break it wide open. And I thought it'd be fun to go ahead and talk about how this thing did in terms of the box office. It's very different than what happened with Black Widow, which came out in May. That was the simultaneous release. Uh, what happened after that? A big lawsuit from Scarlett Johansson about how it went down. So they decided to go a different route, only theatrical release. But in 45 days, I believe this will be on Disney+. Plus. What I don't know is if it'll be premiere access or if it'll be free. So maybe we can try to answer that for the fans when we wrap this okay. up. All right, from Insider. This is going to just be starting off with just how the numbers are going in terms of box office dollars. The article reads here from Lauren Edmonds. Marvel's Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, apologies, smashed box office records with a $90 million haul over Labor Day weekend. Those are domestic numbers. So we're saying that uh, looks like the movie will finish the four-day weekend having earned over $90 million in the U.S. That's breaking the Labor Day box office. Uh, Shang-Chi, which is the MCU's first Asian-led superhero film, debuted on September 3rd, according to Variety, Labor Day weekend, Typically slow, but Shang-Chi amassed $75.5 million from 4,300 theaters in just three days. Pretty epic amazing. numbers. Yeah, just amazing. Disney projects the film will add $14.5 million more on Monday. And if you're curious what that previous record was for Labor Day weekend, that was Halloween in 2007, and it made about $30.6 million. That's so crazy. It blew it out of the water. I'm shocked that Rob Zombie's Halloween had a record at all. What in the world? Yeah, of all the movies that did so well, but like they said, typically a slow weekend, so you're already seeing a massive shift in the trend of movie watching on Labor Day weekend. Typically the end of summer, people are kind of over it by then. And this is like a post-pandemic world. People, like, no one cared. Everybody's like, we're going to see it. I mean, we went and saw it first night. Who releases a Halloween movie in September? Just a little early. Just wait a little bit. <laughs> Just a Let's little get bit to Spooktober. Longer. It's like days away. It's like the pumpkin spice latte. It came out in August this year. That's true. Um, if you're wondering what it did globally, Variety, Rep Variety reported that the film made $146.2 million. Uh, and then a little bit about ba Black Widow here, actually. Uh, you know, they did the simultaneous release in theaters, and on Disney, Shang-Chi has a staggered rollout. The, the film will play in theaters for its first 45 days before debuting on Disney+. Plus. This still doesn't say if it'll be free. And this is a quote from Hollywood Reporter, uh, actually an interview with Kevin Feige. The proof is in the movie. Quote, and we swing for the fences as we always do with the amount of creative energy we put in in the budget. There's no expense spared to bring the origin story to the screen. Let's talk about the story. Mike's going to help us out here. I'm really excited to bust this thing wide open as a brand new MCU film. Andy, just give me your gut reaction. What was your experience watching this in IMAX on Thursday night? Well, remember when I said last week that I just have a weird feeling about how great this is going to be? Yes, you did. And I, as soon as I said that, I was like, this is going to disappoint now, isn't it? But it did not at all. Yeah, we're going to use that applause button a lot. It could be. I, I've, I've debated a lot. It might be one of my top five favorite of MCU's overall, maybe. Top. It's definitely top five solo movies. That's it's huge. It's close to top five overall. I can't tell. That's I, a I honestly statement. have to see it again, maybe a few more times to say that, Yeah, as I've seen all the other ones that many times. But I'm not there yet, but I'm telling you that I had so much fun with this movie. A brand new story, a brand new character. You have no idea what to expect. I went in with level expectations. Spoiler alert for the film. 
just going to get into it. I'm with you too. Just my gut reaction. Loved it. Had a lot of fun. I just wanted to see how well this retained in our brains. And we're just going to move to it real quick with a little help with some names. So here we go. This movie, I love how it opens up. It's basically drops you in to a story about a man that is found. He found. They don't tell a lot about these things, but he finds these 10 rings a thousand years ago. And he is basically one of the biggest villains the world has ever seen. This will inevitably become the Mandarin, which you'll, you've heard of in Iron Man 3, this big terrorist entity that you're going to come to find out, you know, that was the fake one. This guy was also other ones, too. I believe he was like, maybe, did they say he was Kangaskong? Or like maybe somewhere in the same realm of basically world domination is what this guy's all about. And these rings that go on his arms. Behind he, the scenes, like crime lord, basically. Base, well, yes, as he gets more and more power yeah. and he lives more in the spotlight over a thousand years. But like previously, you know, where they drop you into this movie, it's I have these 10 rings. They give me the power of the gods. What does that even mean? Basically, you have energy coming out of your hands and you can use it in all sorts of ways. You can use it as energy blast. He uses it as like kind of like almost like whiplash in Iron Man 2. Yeah, yeah. Moving the powers kind of like that. And he can like use it to make himself fly. He can shield himself. And he is a world dominator. And the narrator, there was a narrator in the beginning. Yeah, it was his, his wife. It was his wife? Yeah. She says, like, you know, he, you know, someone finds power like this, it can go one of two ways, either a good guy or a bad guy. And essentially, this guy's kind of a bad guy. And once he decides, as on, he's on this journey of world domination, he decides, I'm going to, I found out about this place on Earth that no one has been able to, like, get to yet. No one, it's the last place on Earth that could be, seized and overrun by me because I'm just hungry for power. That's all he wants. That's his main thing, this guy. And I don't think they even say his name in the beginning, but maybe we should go ahead and get it out of the way. What's this guy's actual name? And the, the character name. Wen Wu. Wen Wu. Yep. Played by uh, anybody? Let's see here. Wen Wu played by, he was an amazing actor. I think this is like maybe his debut film. Tony Long. Tony Long. L-E-U-N-G. Nice, and we'll, we're going to do the best with our na- with these names. You know, we're just going to give it a good old college try. He goes to this magical place, and he finds a woman there. Basically, this is where you meet the jungle that spits people out. Yes, the strangest forest ever. The strangest forest ever. The jungle's moving. The trees are moving. He tries to get there. He loses like the men that drove him there. They die. Get thrown off a cliff. But he makes it through, and we get the most beautiful, slow motion, just crazy. Like, almost felt like a dance, but fight scene between him and this woman, the protector of this village that's just tucked in the middle of the way of the jungle. Right? Yeah. I was like, this is what this movie's going to be. I'm I'm here for it. Oh, my gosh. Just epic. The music. Like, you've never seen anything. You've never seen a fight scene like this in your entire life. Maybe if you've watched any film remotely like this, you have. For me personally, this was a new experience. I was like, this is, I've never seen the movement, the slow, the pattern, the color, um, and what happens? He falls in love, and that's when she says, "And that's when you were born." These are the parents of Shang Chi. Boom! I just got goosebumps. Sean, aka Sean. Like that was, I loved it so much because so many superhero movies do this, where they like try to open up with some narration, and it's just cheesy. It doesn't work. Like, I feel like they tried to do it in Thor The Dark World, which I love the opening like that. They describe the Dark ether and the Dark Elves. People, like, don't... I, lo- I like that, but 
I can see how people think it's a little corny. Not here. This was so cool. So you basically get this woman from the jungle who has, like, wind powers. She can control, like, wind, kind of like Avatar, right? Yes. And then he's got the rings. They have this kid. His name's Shang-Chi, and you find out, what did he do? He moved away when he was, like, 14. He's in the United States, and he lived his life since then. He goes by Sean now. He has a best friend named Katie. And, Mike, this is what um, – I can't even tell you this. Sean and Katie, they're, like, 31 or something in this movie, mm-hmm. and they're valet parking drivers is their full-time job. They just party. And they party. So are they actually – are they 31, like, that's their age in the movie, I, or – I think so, right? Yeah, like, 30 movie, years old, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. They're just, like, bur- burnouts, kind of, but, like, they won't it, admit it to themselves. And they, they live in San Francisco, right? They live in California. I think it's San or, Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco escapes. Burnout, burnout San Francisco. Is, is not a good, well, good burnout, choice of words. Well, burnout. I know what you mean, though. Like they're they're part they're booze hounds. Yeah. Like they literally they're getting off work and they're like, oh, we got a big shift tomorrow. And she goes, yeah, I guess we better get home and get to bed. And they're just like best friends. Or and he, and he goes, or, and they're at a bar just singing karaoke. <laughs> I don't know what all they sing. I want to say like Hotel California. We'll ma- come back to that. Maybe some Bon Jovi. We'll come back to this bar later. <laughs> yes, exactly. And this is the best part. It's like this guy just, they're just trying to get by, have fun. And it's kind of business as usual for just like two minutes. And you're almost like, okay, we're going to get to know this guy and we'll meet all his family. No, they're on a city bus like the next day. And out of nowhere, these four goons attack Sean on the bus. And at this point, you're like, you don't know anything. You don't know what happened to him as a kid. You just know that this is the son of these. Two mystical beings, and here we are a thousand years later, and you know, th- well, 30 years later, or whatever, and just attacks him out of nowhere. And Katie's next to him, and he immediately is an amazing fighter. He's just, he's always been an amazing fighter. He, like you can tell, it's just in his bones. He ends up facing off with a guy that has one arm. It's a metal. Razor Fist. A, razor Fist is his name? Yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It's like, it's like a hot blade, and they end up like cutting this bus in half. Greatest, like five minute action sequence of him taking on six dudes owning them katie ends up driving the bus it's complete chaos they get away they're just fine and katie's just like who are you what is going on and he goes i have to get out of here i'm leaving town all in the meantime one of the guys from that was in spider-man far from home uh-huh um he was a like a side character that i think he was like just videotaping events at one thing so yes. he was on the bus videotaping the whole thing <laughs> he goes so that's what's up guys cool we're live here crazy fight scene happening here on the city bus this guy's got a metal arm i don't know what's going on and uh, yeah so he and it goes viral so yeah so everybody and they call him a uh, bus boy yep that's like his name for a while and he realizes he goes my father sent those men after me and i have to go get my sister and katie's like i'm going with you this is insane and like she's like you know i can leave like all i got is my valet parking job Necklace got stolen. Don't forget that. His necklace gets stolen. He's got a green necklace on, and it's time to go find his sister. We get a little bit more exposition here. He goes, listen, I'll tell you a little bit about my life. What's he tell her? My dad has trained me to be an assassin ever since my mom died whenever I was like eight. That's all you get. You don't really know how she died. She just died. He trained her to be a killer. Uh, he gave him a knife when he was 14, and he goes, there's one guy you got to go kill, and then you come right back. What do you do instead? He just, well, he left. And we'll talk about what happened later. This is where we get my favorite sequence of the movie, Andy. When they go to find the sister at the under 
well, you don't know what it is yet. You just know it's like a place where she might be. And you get in there, and what is it? It's an fight club. underground fight club for like anybody and everybody, but especially enhanced individuals. And you get a lot of Easter eggs here. I hope maybe you, somebody has some notes on them, but I'll try to name what I can. There's a Black Widow in there fighting somebody off to the side, like fighting like maybe a I, Mystic Arts I fighter. I did not even catch that. Yep, there's a Black Widow in there somewhere. Um, there's there's more than that. Like I wish I could remember them all. But basically, you're seeing just like different. Like I want that's why I want to go see this movie many times because in that Fight Club scene, there's so many different characters in the background having like separate fights. And the main one that you get brought up to is Wong. Benedict Wong from Doctor Strange. Yep. From all the movies, essentially. Here he is. He's facing off. I'm going to, I need a confirmation here. Is it Abomination? Yeah. Are we sure? He was voiced by the same guy. What? Even Grunts. That was the same guy. Phase Zero. Thank you, Brandon Davis. Comicbook.com. Because I listened. They had uh, Simu Liu on their show yesterday i watched it live on twitch oh yeah nice yeah nice. it was awesome yeah. i was in the chat heavy good, good. <laughs> i was like a maniac <laughs> yes perfect <laughs> but uh, it was awesome yeah and they had the director from the destin destin yeah. what's his name i loved it um gosh what was his cretton destin cretton daniel uh destin daniel cretton destin daniel cretton director of the film so he, he was on phase zero so what were you gonna say they were talking about what um oh my god i forgot already you were saying we were talking about um, abomination. And oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, the, the actor. Oh my God, what was his, what is his name? Like the guy from in the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, he he. They literally brought him in to do grunts. Are you serious? And the the face acting. That's or a, the face mapping. That is so cool. So well, this is him. The reason I questioned it was because he has like fish like ears almost. Yeah. And I just didn't really remember that from the Incredible Hulk. But I guess this movie's been like it's been like ten it's been a long time. It's been like ten years. He looks more like that in comics. So do you think that, he got that might be the reason? And it's been so long. Like it's been a long time. Do you think he got blipped and came back or do you think he's just been alive? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many questions. Like especially like wh- where did they go after it? Like Well, fight? so what happens? Wong fights this thing, he wins, he does kind of like a uh, a ring hole portal. Ring hole? <laughs> ring hole portal. And it punches, knocks himself out. And then he walks out with him and he goes, You got to work on that footwork, remember? And they're like kind of friends, it seems like. And they go through the portal. And you can just kind of see through the portal, like maybe like a library or something, or like more of like a high tech office. Like yeah. There's like cool lighting, like an Avengers office almost. I thought the Sanctum Santorum at first. I don't think it is, though. I think it's, I think it was something different. And so I he, think we're going to find out eventually. I mean, we have She Hulk coming up could be multiverse of madness we might find out but wong's building a team who knows yeah it seems maybe, like. maybe i don't know I, I, there's just what's what's the reason what's the reason what uh, what has abomination been doing for this whole time i want to find out and i hope we see him again um all right so we will we get to shang chi's got a fight all right he gets spotted as bus boy in this thing they're like hey you're here you're gonna have to fight it's the best way that to find your sister i'll tell you where she is right after you do this he gets in the ring and it turns out to be his sister. I called it. A little predictable. I go, it's going to be his sister. I just yep. whispered that to Carrie. Go, It'll be his sister. <laughs> I, I agree. And what happens? They fight. Long story short, they got a bad history because she's mad at him for leaving when she was a kid. He left when he, when he was a kid. And she's like still got hard feelings about it. She even abandons him because what happens? There's a This was all a trap. Right? She goes, he goes, Dad, dad's coming for us. He already came for me. He took my necklace. She has a necklace. And she's like, uh-oh. And right then, people bust into the building. Awesome fight scene on the poles, on the scaffolding. The scaffolding on the side of the building. Oh, yeah. And she that com- was one of my top five. 
parts in the movie. That so, was so intense. Katie, like on the, uh, uh, what's her name? The actress, uh, Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah, she's just on that pole and it's falling and it's falling so far and it's bending so far. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. It was. I and he's was like, so... I'm coming, and he's like swinging. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was fighting for the first forty five minutes. Thank God you didn't take your pee break during that part. Well, I did. I did the best. I can't wait to talk about my pee break. I could. I can. I can win a gold medal for this pee break. <laughs> it was the perfect time. Um, long story short, the dad catches up with the dad, the with Shang, and I don't remember the sister's name. Oh, that was uh Z Z Lang. Is that is the character? Z Lang. Yeah. The, yeah. Because yeah, Shang yes, Chi yes. and Z Lang. Yep. And do anybody know who plays Z Lang? Majanger Zhang. <laughs> nice. And he he comes in, the dad, with the ten rings, puts them both like kind of on the ground, and he's like, all right, here we go. Takes him back home to his home area. I don't even know where he lives, to be honest. They go to his house, though, and he gives him the backstory. He goes, guys, listen, I know that I was this crazy bad dad. And they get a, they get a little more backstory about, like, I don't know when you get the full scoop. They do a good job of, like, giving you parts of the story along the way. Yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks. Just a lot of flashbacks everywhere. Yes. But essentially what he says is, listen, your mom died, I know, but I've been hearing her voice, and she's back. And she lit, she's being held captive in this place where she's from, like the place where I met your mother, the magical forest. And it's a village. And he goes, I got to go back there and save your mom. She's in a cage. And Shang's like, you're insane. And she's not alive. This is not true. You're out of your mind. And he goes, oh, really? And he takes the girl's necklace, and he has his necklace, and he puts it into this thing on the wall, and he goes, check this out. And all of a sudden, like, water, this is the preview, Mike, there was the water when it was, like, slow motion, you know, comes out, and it shows the forest, like, on the ground, like a hologram almost, but, like, a magical hologram. A map. Even better. A magical map hologram. <laughs> and it's, like, the forest moving, and essentially it shows him, like, the time and place to be able to get through this crazy forest and make it there. And he goes, I'm going to go there. I'm taking my army, and I'm going to bust your mom out. And they're like, what if they don't want you to do that? And he goes, I'll burn the place down. I'll kill everybody. Reasonable. All right, here we go. This is where it really picks up. So then Shang-Chi heads down. They put him in the – they're like, listen, if you're not going to help me, he goes, we're not going to help you do this. And his dad's like, well, I'll go without you. He goes, I'll just put you in the dungeon. So he puts him, like, in this dungeon. They're not really held captive captive. They're kind of, like, free walking around, but they're, like, you know, keeping an eye on him. They go to the basement. Who do we find? Trevor Slattery. Slattery. <laughs> if, OG the, Mandarin. For the for the diehard fans that knew immediately, I did like lean over to Carrie. I go, This is the fake Mandarin. He was in Iron Man 3. He was just an actor, but then they got him and he's we don't know where he's been. I know where he's been. He was in prison. And then the Mandarin, the real Mandarin, said, You're gonna come live here and you're gonna be basically my prisoner for my whole life. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Uh the actor. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley's Ben Kingsley. He's back. Yeah, they so like ridiculous. This, so ridiculous. It almost felt a little. It almost felt a little like. Like, did you have to bring him in? You know, but like, also, I feel like it was one of those Marvel things that, like, the dad talks about the fake Mandarin, right? He's like, several years ago, this guy used our name and put terror in the world, and he attacked Iron Man's house. He's talking about the events of Iron Man three, and he goes, and the name has so much fear in it that it worked. And he goes, and then we find out he kept that guy captive. 
So he's down there. There's a little bit of humor. He talks about, he does his thing where he just rants about nonsense. Then out comes this little animal that doesn't have a face and it has wings. It's like a little fur pig. And it's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. And he's and Shang and Katie are like, it doesn't have a face. What is this thing? I don't know if they even, I think they did give it a name. Morris. Yes, thank you. Wow, Mike's on over there. I'm literally following along on Wikipedia. Who plays Morris? <laughs> no, it's just in, it's just in by, the... Uh, it's like played by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> so we are, it looks like three paragraphs in on Wikipedia currently. Now, am, I, am I going like right with it? <laughs> You're going pretty close, but you are adding tons more. Well, it was a good movie. Um, all right, so this is a big plot hole, I think. A little bit. Okay, so they're down there with the, the pig thing with no face and... Trev- Trevor Flattery can't understand this thing for no reason, first of all. And he, it's talking to him, and he goes, hey, I know how to get through the forest now. Like, we don't need to wait for that timing like that guy said upstairs. I know how to get there now. So they go, okay, well, let's just go. How do they get there? Katie just drives right through the forest. And he's like, go left. And she's like, and he's like, go right. Go straight. And it's and- like, it's crazy, and it looks cool, but it's like, they, they 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 gave you this little thing in the beginning of the movie, Mike, where she's like driving the, one of the ballet cars really fast, and he's like, "Gosh, you're such a maniac driving like this." And she's like, "I love NASCAR," so you're like, "I guess she can drive." Maybe she's a uh, gifted. Well, maybe future further events that we'll get to later. Yeah, we'll talk. Lead about you to the, believe that too, because well, yeah. she's just a a basic ballet driver and just straight up we're gonna hold on don't do it yet we'll talk i, I can't wait to say oh, i'm it. not saying it yeah because <laughs> it's like it is like ridiculous all right so they get there really get like we'll get through a big chunk of the story here they get to the place where their mom grew up they tell them the story about their dad they're like your dad's crazy she's not here there are demons and basically a, another realm where dark evil type creatures live in this dark portal that lives in the village. And they're like, this is why we're here. We can't let anything come out of that thing. Someone called maybe Dweller in Darkness? The Dweller in Darkness. And I don't know what they call like the other... Minions. Minions. Yeah. They, yeah. And, and then I don't know what they call like the portal. Big red door. Big giant red circle like door. Like scaly... Yeah, we call scaly-ass mountain. Yes. And they said the last thing... The last time this thing broke open, the Great Protector showed up and saved him. Who's the Great Protector? A big dragon. All right, cool. They make all their weapons out of this dragon. They got like scaly shields. They got scaly swords. They got like they can cut through anything. And they tell them the whole story about their mom. There's a fight scene between the lady that's running the place now, like their aunt. So I guess their mom's sister. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Fight with me, Shang. I'm gonna show you something." And the sister like gets to finally train with everybody because she wasn't allowed to when she was a kid, but now she can. And Shang's like, "All right, I'll fight you." And she's telling him, like, you have both of your parents inside of you. You know, you got the you got the rings side of you, and you got the the mom side of you that has the wind powers, and she's trying to teach him. And this is when I took my pee break. And I nailed it, didn't I? Yes. I left. I ran so hard. I, I got back, and Carrie was like, that was so fast. She's like, did you wash your hands? I go, I did. I go, but if anyone saw me running out there in the theater <laughs> just now, I looked like an idiot. <laughs> and he doesn't really learn the wind powers yet. It's fine. All right, the dad shows up. He goes, "I'm here to, to find the my ex my dead wife that's not dead in that cage." Shang Chi and his sister are like, "Well, we're and Katie are all going to stand with the village, fight against you." And there's a giant fight scene that breaks out. What does the dad do? He walks straight to the the 
exit, the door they're supposed to protect for all these centuries. He gets right to it. He's the only one there. But like, there's a big war going on. Drowns his son. Has a big fight scene with his son, and his son's like, you don't need to do this, Dad. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get your mom. And he's like, Mom's not in there. And he goes, you're not going to help me. And he uses the rings, and he just shoots Shang-Chi probably 200, 300 yards and like drowns him in the water, supposedly. And this was the part of the movie where I leaned over to Carrie and I go, I'm about to get a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This guy opens the door. He does it. He uses Idiot. the rings. He opens the door. And Mike, these things that come out of this thing are crazy, dark, big mouth creatures. They can fly. Soul suckers. They're soul suckers. They suck souls out of people. And guess what? You can't kill them. You chop off their heads, head grows back. You shoot them, their body grows back. The only thing that can kill them is dragon scale weapons, which thankfully they have a lot of. And Shang does meet the dragon in the water face to face. And right as these things are exiting out, it's getting pretty bad. The dragon, Shang rides this dragon, water dragon. And so cool. So cool. Just beautiful, like eating all the things. And then there's another big fight scene between Shang and his dad. And this is where we find out Shang's dad shoots the rings towards Shang. Shang discovers just like his mom could really she can like stop the rings and like make them come to him and they turn from blue to gold and he ends up getting all of them and his dad has none of them and it's like this big moment and sean's like rolling it up rolling it up rolling it up almost like it was gonna be like dragon ball z it was yes. like because he was like kind of doing this and i thought he was gonna you know it's gonna be like he's gonna blast his dad drops the rings and goes don't do this. And he decides, I'm not going to kill my dad. I'm going to talk to him. And that was, that got me. Because that's what it all came down to was like, what's Sean going to choose to do? You can show him all this stuff, but like he's got to choose his own future, right? Otherwise, this movie will suck. And the dad, at the last minute, because what happens, Andy? The door comes crashing down and the big bad comes out. An anti water dragon, essentially, a big bat looking giant creature like kaiju correct big ass nasty and it's a battle basically between that thing and the dragon and before that though he, the dad gets taken up by the thing and at the last minute instead of like fighting back with the rings he lets his rings fly off his arms they go into shang's arms and this thing sucks his dad's soul out and his dad dies that was effed messed up but that was messed up i mean i was like it's fine it's your fault so you deserve it good job idiot <laughs> yeah i mean just a dumb villain at the end of the day like i mean just like listen to everybody telling you that like that's not your wife you know but still had to watch his dad get his life sucked well, out of him. and they remembered the good parts about his dad and like there was bad parts for sure like real bad parts because what do we find out we find out that the mom got murdered by an old enemy of his dad his dad like went shopping for groceries. He's all he's very relaxed. The mom's got him kind of being a regular dad, a good guy. This is when Shang and uh, his sister are young kids, and Shang witnesses his mom get murdered by all these like gang members. Oh, no. And remember what his dad does after that? He takes Shang with him to the bar or like club. Kills everyone. Kills them violently. This was a violent kill for an MCU film, even. Like, I thought it went, like, pretty dark. In the, this Especially eight, with the little boy watching. Eight-year-old son just literally sitting there watching. I was like, this is messed up. 
And this is like the turmoil inside of Shang of like, I've seen all this good. And what's he learned? You pay blood with blood. But then he decided, like, I'm going to try to forgive my dad in the end. Yep. So the water dragon ends up having to like really do a lot of the heavy lifting here and fighting yes. this kaiju with like pretty much water drowning. Like he can control water powers. So he's like bringing water up. This is a lot like Avatar, actually. And it's like the water is almost drowning this thing. But then it gets a hold of the water dragon. And this is where I learned that dragons have souls. He starts trying to suck out the dragon's soul. And they go, if he sucks out the dragon's soul, that's it. They like that's that's too much power. We can't do it. And Shang and his sister are like at at the top of all this. They're on top of the dragon. He sees the soul coming out of the dragon and he's like up there with the big kaiju, but his sister is falling like she's gonna die. And he's like, I, I'm going to save my sister. He, she goes, go. You got to go stop him. You have the rings on your arms. And he goes, I'm not leaving you again. And he decides in that moment that he's going to stay with his sister, which is like the wrong call, really. But thankfully, an arrow comes and shoots the kaiju in the neck. Just a regular arrow with a little dragon scale on the top. Who shot it, Mike? I need you to tell me because I lost my spot. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm just going to tell you, though. It's Katie. The NASCAR driver. The NASCAR driver who practiced shooting arrows for 30 minutes the day before. <laughs> just like aims up high, hits it in the neck. And I go, it's over to care. I go, it's a big F you to Hawkeye. In my fairness, oh, the yeah. Wikipedia version says, and Katie battled the Dweller in Darkness, ultimately killing it. No mention of any arrow. Nothing. She shot a regular dragon. I mean, it's a regular arrow. She shot it a mile. Was that the ki- was that the killing blow right there? Well, that the no. One- so what it okay. was was it hit it in the neck. It l- released the grip on the dragon. Stopped sucking its soul. Right. It starts falling down, and the water dragon's like, "Now I'm really gonna drown you." And he starts really drowning him with his water powers. And Shang does the craziest. This is where it got a little wild, like visual effects wise. But I still had fun. He gets all of his rings going, like in a circle, like it goes into the dragon's like mouth, I guess, into its belly. And just starts spinning as hard as it can inside the dragon <laughs> and the bag, the kaiju, I'll call it a kaiju, inside of its belly. And it just explodes, kills the thing. They close up the door. Shang-Chi's a hero. Katie's a hero. The sister makes it. Um, and all is well. They did it. Beautiful. Press the button. <laughs> Press the button. <laughs> Uh, the movie comes to a close with uh, Katie and Sean kind of doing something they did early in the movie. Uh, they tell the story about what happened <laughs> to their friends, and their <laughs> friends are like, we just saw you a week ago. That's, there's no way that happened. And then... So funny. Basically, in the middle of this restaurant, a a ring hole opens, <laughs> and it's Wong, and he goes, you got to come with me. He goes, you too. He says, Katie, too, you too. And he goes with them. They walk through. And they're like, and then that's it. They just close this. And then credits roll. Two end credit scenes. I love this. The yes. first one just picks right back up. It's like not even an end credit scene. It just goes, okay, what happened next? Okay, they're with Wong. They're at a table. They're looking at the rings. And he goes, I don't know what these are. These are the oldest things I've ever seen. They're not vibranium. And then you hear another voice, Bruce Banner. And then another voice. Captain Marvel, Captain Danvers. And they're going, she's like, I've never seen anything like this. It doesn't look like anything across the galaxy I've seen. Um, Bruce goes, they're not vibranium. 
They're not anything in, in any of the books. They're not in, yeah, Wong's in like, they're not thing. in any of our books. So they might have to go to that other book place that we learned about in What If, maybe. And what else? Oh, Wong goes, yeah, they're about a thousand years old. My dad had, or Shang's like, I had, my dad had them for a thousand years. And Bruce is like, they're a lot older than that. Yeah, I don't know where these came from, but I have a feeling it's going to lead to the more, Eternals. more dragons. You think Eternals? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, the Eternals is just the first thing I think of because Eternal equals like long <laughs> forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's what when I was talking to uh, Zach saw this movie the other day too, and we were kind of debating on that, and I I couldn't decide if where this is going to lead to. I think it's just a maybe not though, because the the next credit scene I think is well. Hold on, before we get to that one, yeah. so Bruce, uh, Captain Marvel goes, okay, I gotta get out of here. Bruce has my number, just call him, and she leaves. And Bruce goes, she always says that I don't have her number, so I don't know how <laughs> you're gonna get a hold of her. Um, another thing to point out here: no more Smart Hulk, no more Professor Hulk. Yep, mm-hmm. and he's still wearing the uh, the sling. He's got the from, sling from the snap. Yeah, and now it was a hologram, but I was like, why would he change himself in a hologram and not his body? I think that like he's figured something out. Either he turns into the Hulk super smooth. I tweeted about this, or I think that like they're separated now. Or he just But that would be crazy uh, to have the Hulk out on his own. <laughs> that'd be awesome. All right, so Who then knows? they both leave. Wong goes, Sean, Katie, the trajectory of your lives has changed. Nothing will be the same. You were living a life that was something. It is not the same anymore. And Bruce says before he leaves, welcome to the circus. Essentially saying, like, you're on the team now. And he says, why don't you go home, get some rest, and we're going to pick this up tomorrow. And Sean and Katie look at each other, and they go, or... And all three of them, those two and Wong, karaoke bar, just singing. <laughs> it's late That's night, good. singing That's so good. hard. All right, Such sec- a great Such scene. a great thing, right? Second end credit scene. So this is what I think Go it ahead. might be connecting to the next movie, like the sequel. To this a sequel. Movie. This would be more sequel related, but right? It's the sister. The f- that so maybe that maybe the rings are connected to the Eternals. I don't know. So the sister said at the movie, she goes, "I'm gonna go take down my dad's uh, crime ring." But I knew in my heart, I was like, "Well, whenever they found you, you were running an underground fight club." And so what actually happens is she's running the underground drug or uh, fight cl- or whatever you want to call it. The She's running the place now. She's yes. sitting in her dad's chair. She's like, let's get to work. All of the minions are there. The guy with the arm is there, like the knife arm. And it's like, okay, here's another like villain, but that probably like anti-hero type thing. Yep, I agree. Don't you think? Or just she's just going to be real salty and just continues down the bad path like her dad. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Um, all right, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. This is so much fun. I had so much fun talking about it. Uh, how do you think we did? I think we did a, like, a nice recap there. No doubt. I mean, that's for I'm, memory, and I'm that was gonna, a week ago. I'm going to see it again very soon. But Tell me when. I'll go with you. Okay. Any other notes you got, Andy, and fi- favorite moments, top parts? Um, let's, get a, let's get a rating, too, and I'll, then I'll do mine. Honestly, just overall, visually, this is one of the most beautiful movies that they've put together. Glorious. Like, just the final forty-five minutes was just like insane. Like when they go through the the for- magic forest and like th- this place is just full of like crazy looking beautiful Pokemon. Yes, <laughs> I, I said that. I go, these are like Pokemon. We didn't even talk about that, right? They get to the forest. It's like the 
just all these animals that just only exist in this place, like a lion that's literally the size of an elephant. Yeah, and it like reminded me of like a Wakanda reveal, like to a smaller extent, kind of. Yes, because like, that's the thing, right? This place has apparently just been around this whole time. Yep, it was beautiful. But uh, overall, I mean, just the the fight scenes were unreal. It just re- unrelentless. Like uh, I was so there was multiple times, even including like the last thirty minutes, where I was just on the edge of my seat the whole time, and I. I cannot wait to see it again for sure. I don't know if this is this is one of those statements that like it's just true. Like I don't know if it's small minded of me, big minded, but I leaned forward to Scott afterwards. So our boy Scott went with his kids, and I leaned forward, and he goes, "That was amazing." And I go, "It honestly felt like if Mortal Kombat was cool, like if it was actually cool, because like Mortal, yeah, yeah. because it's the same. Like there's like epic powers with fighting, mm-hmm. and like I mean that's just there's some similarities there." But like even that latest Mortal Kombat movie, just like it's just like man, this is this felt weird. This was Marvel. This was Marvel Studios doing its thing with a brand new character, and I just feel like they hit the nail on the head. Like I didn't have to know anything. I love our approach with this, right? It's cool to know a little bit about the characters, but like I didn't read up on Thor before I saw Thor. I didn't really read on yeah. Shang Chi. I just went to see a good movie, and man, I just had so much fun. Like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, look, look at this poster. It looks like a Mortal Kombat. It does. It like looks like colors. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. <laughs> it does. Might have been intentional. And this uh, image here is from the direct. Uh, appreciate the help there. Any other notes there, Any Other top moments you're missing? I'm glad because I didn't even think about the animals. That's the yeah, part. I mean, I think what we were talking about with Katie like being a great driver and all of a sudden just becoming a marksman right out of the gate with a bow and arrow. I mean, we don't know anything about her as a character. Like, she could be... It almost an, felt an Avenger. like I have no clue. It almost felt like um, how they kind of do it in Star Wars. Whenever a potential Jedi has like a lot of Medichlorians or whatever, and they yeah. Yeah, like they talk about like Finn and these characters that like aren't Jedi, but that like Han Solo, right? Like he has like a level of the Force because it's just something about you know it's that special something that like helps you like guide through exactly. Well, she drove him there. She shot the arrow. Like and that was a little. It felt ridiculous, but like the fact that Wong took her in the end, you're like, is she got something else going on? Exactly. When he said you guys, and not just you, as yes. in yes. Shang Chi. So, plus we know. didn't talk about this, but definitely a little romance between Katie and Shang. Like it was like a, something that they were both like they're definitely best friends, but there was a ten percent like especially toward the end of just like and someone even her mom his mom even says like his grandma was like, when are you gonna marry her? Or something like that. Or vice versa. It was her grandma. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, when are you going to marry him? And like, there's something about that. But like, who knows? We'll see. So good. All right. How about a rating? Uh, I got it. I wrote it down like just after the movie. So You go first. All right. I know mine because I said it right I said it to Carrie as we left the theater. So I was like, I'm going to decide right now. It was so good. I can't wait to see it again. I'm going to give it a 3.7. I went with a 3.6. Close. I'm going to say this, too. It feels controversial because what I'm about to say, it feels controversial because of how good this other movie is that I'm going to mention. But, I mean, this was the best movie I've seen all year. Mm-hmm. That being said, I saw The Suicide Squad this year. Me and Carrie totally agreed. Night and day different movies. Mm-hmm. And totally different things, different setup, different ways of what they're connected to and what they're doing. And just different, just totally different. And I, I feel like the rating for Suicide Squad was also it was right around there, three point six, three point seven, something like that. That's I true. I have to go back and check, but they're like, you know, they're right there. Yeah, we got we got two good movies this year so far. I bet we have double that uh, by the end. I feel bad for Black Widow because like it just wasn't the same. 
was like, gosh, dang. You know, but this just shows that, like, you know, this could have been a movie that I easily walked out of, didn't really care that much about. It was fine, but no, I want to see it right away. All right, man. Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, a brand new MCU character is here, and you guessed it. It's going to be at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. 29th title, man. I can't wait to put this one in the library, and I can't wait to see where we see this character next. I don't think it'll be Shang-Chi 2. I think it's going to be a mix of either Multiverse of Madness, Spider-Man. I mean, who knows? Maybe the Eternals. Like, I, I don't. I feel like there's a potential that you see this character in What If in a later season, knowing that or later episode. Like, who knows? I hope we see a lot of them. I mean, that's why we. I don't even think we like gave him as much credit as we should have. But like, yeah, Simu Lu. We did so, Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. More so made the movie. Like, Didn't even mention his name. Like, he's the guy. Yeah, he he was amazing. Like, can't say enough he, he just did a, an amazing job like that's the reason why i think i kind of got had a, so much hype for it because i would have been following him on twitter and seeing him kind of do inter- pre-interviews and stuff like that and i was like i just like this guy like i, w- I feel like he's just somebody that would be fun to he has a lot of fun like, he's just like he has like a great personality that interview and was hilarious yeah, exactly like he was hilarious on the interview normally phase zero like, if you don't subscribe phase zero is the uh comicbook.com podcast marvel podcast yep exactly and i mean it's it was great like he he was just seemed like like one of us and i can't wait to learn more about the ring they didn't answer anything about the rings yet there's gonna be more backstory more even deeper where will it all go uh can't wait to do it man mcu is here rocking and rolling and the next one we'll talk about will be the eternals and you can find that in our mcu library too it's all mostly superheroes.com let's talk about what's coming up all right a few things coming up on the show um I mean, we picked the perfect time of our lives to create this freaking podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We have so much to talk about. It's every week. It seems like we got a show or a movie. And Marvel Phase 4 is here. Uh, the Eternals will be next, November 5th. Uh, we're still talking about What If each week. And we'll have Hawkeye coming uh, in the third week of November right now. November 24th, I think, is that. Uh, haven't heard anything about Miss Marvel in a while. Uh, but that's still it still says 2021 when you look it up on the internet. But there's no date yet for that. And that's supposed to be a TV show. Miss Marvel, and then, of course, Spider-Man Far From Home, which we got that trailer a couple weeks ago. We can't wait. We'll keep it going. And then for the DC, Titans will keep happening. HBO Max, we're six in. You know, seven or eight to go. We'll keep it happening. And then Sony's Spider-Verse. This is the big thing. This is the big thing I was going to bring up today. We've talked about these movies recently. The Spider-Man No Way Home trailer dropped. Don't need to get into it right now, but if you've seen it, you know exactly where we're going with this. We're mixing franchises. Sony's coming into play. Villains, maybe some heroes. Who knows? And because of this, and just because we want to, we're going to we're going to watch all the Spider-Man films, mm-hmm. all of them. We're going to do the Raimi films one, two, three. We're going to do the Garfield one and two, and then we're also going to do Spider-Man into the Spider Verse because we've never done a review of that movie, and we have to because it's one of it's. it's I've awesome. seen it so many times. Okay, is that cool with you guys? Of course. What do you, I think we should start with into the Spider Verse, and then do the Garfields. Oh, go backwards, kind of? Or what do you guys think? Because I'm thinking like it'd be more fun to end with those Rami films. Rami films. Tobey Maguire. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should hit it first. I'm fine with that. Just get Spider-Man 2 out of the way. Not, ca- not the Doc Ock one, but the other one. The amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, Kind of get those done. Uh, but I, like, I've never really talked about those in depth, so I feel like we should. So. I'll be down. Um, well, you know, we got a lot of other things we're trying to watch. We got DC stuff we're trying to watch, but with all the Marvel stuff happening, 
this is taking priority. So, guys, get those Spider-Man films ready. We you, we talked about it in episode 35, I think, uh, just a couple ago, um, one or two ago, and we talked about where you can find all these movies. Um, you can watch them mostly on Stars, it seems like, Hulu, Live, and all that. But either way, start tracking down the Spider-Man films because we're going to be talking about them. All right. That was it. That was the whole podcast. I could I, feel your excitement about the movies. Yeah. So it made me a little more Rate, excited. Well, give, our, give our rating or give our so he rates, our discussion a rating. Yeah. So he rates our review of Shang-Chi. What's that? 2.9. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll give us a round of applause, but your first. What happened? You talked for probably 30 minutes about the first quarter of the movie. No. And then you sped it up. You're crazy. I promise. Well, the first leg of the movie needs the exposition. That's This is an origin story. And then you kept saying like, oh, and then we got more exposition, and that's what was like, you just kept going back what to do we, the exposition. What do we say on this podcast? Origin stories are tough. You got to give a lot of info. I know, but I'm saying Wikipedia had six paragraphs. We're, I mean, the first two paragraphs you talked about you for the most learn about, amount of time. If you want to learn about your movies on Wikipedia, you'd be my I guest. was just following along. <laughs> what did it say? Katie defeats the monster. That's basically what you said. That's not what, that's I, not what happened, shot though. shot an arrow into the neck of a monster. That's what I said. I'm just saying. 2.9. Your exposition was very... Well, here's the real question. Your rating, you can take that for what it is. <laughs> do, do you want to see this movie? I want to see it more after you guys gave that review. That's but... all I need to hear. Same. That's a 4.0 in my eyes. <laughs> perfect review. <laughs> Another perfect review. All right, PC Mike uh, with a 2.9. Ouch, man, cut us deep. Fresh, too. Uh, give us a sign-off. And what, do you got, what are you looking forward to in life right now? Uh, Chiefs game Sunday? You're uh, going. I'm going. I'll be sleepy Monday. but uh, <laughs> In Kansas City. In Kansas City. Okay. We're a couple hours from here. But uh, you guys made me excited for the movie, so I will watch it. Cool. It won't be one like I say I watch it and then don't. Um, hopefully it comes to on demand soon. Yeah, forty five, forty four days now. Forty, so. yeah, yeah. thirty eight. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, like you said, great time to be a fan. We'll keep doing it if they keep pumping it out. So it looks like this will happen for a while. Yeah, we're very lucky adults that love superheroes. That's for sure. Uh, Andy, what do you got for the squad? That was a lot of fun today, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, good luck to everyone with the upcoming football season. Hope everyone wins all your bets, all your fantasy teams. None of your players get hurt like mine did today. Um, it's all going to be okay, and it's going to be a great, great fall with uh, football. We got hockey coming up, and that whole coming up slide that we just had two slides ago that we're going to be talking about as well. So crazy. How are we going to have time to do anything else? I mean, I barely have enough time right now to watch all this stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, thank God I'm not a diehard football fan like you guys, but I am in a couple fantasy leagues, you know, with the whole with the company and all that kind of stuff. I play in the leagues. I like the camaraderie. gives me a reason to, like, Join the party, have a little fun, and it sounds like we're going to be at your house eating some uh, some pizza, some wings, and kind of doing the whole American football Sundays. Yes, please. Well, I say Sundays, but I mean Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Saturdays for college. Yeah, a lot. It's every Saturday, day, really. Yeah, you guys like college, too, don't you? Friday night, they usually do college. You can get football probably seven nights a week. If you want it, it's there. All right, it'll make it. It'll make its way into the show. We can tell you that. When the big stuff happens, you can count on us talking about it, the big news. We might get a couple highlights here and there. And, of course, mostly superheroes. We thank you so much for subscribing. 
and checking us out and telling friends and family. Go get us on Patreon for exclusive content, early episodes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube. Basically, if you're on the internet and you know how to type mostly superheroes, you're going to find us. We can't wait to see you next week and every week after that, and we'll talk to you next time. Take it easy.